Blog Talk Radio. type of person that feels you can be doing more with your life? Have you been seeking answers to life's hidden mysteries? Do you have a lot of questions that you need answers to? Well then, tune in for the next hour as myself, Dr. Neb Haru Noon, Supreme Noonologist here at the Eternal Temple of Noon, the Master of Ascension and Solar Deity in this day and time, do my best to inflame your soul and get you ready for the great cosmic awakening. An awakening like no other. The time is now. 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 Wow. Hotep, everybody. Peace, peace. It's your boy, Dr. Neb Haru. Feeling great. Feeling, you know what I'm saying, in a, in a high vibration today. And um, I really appreciate everybody's tuning in. I really appreciate, give thanks to everybody who, you know, going back through the archives and listening to the shows and asking questions and, you know what I'm saying, and just hitting me up on Instagram, hitting me up on Facebook emailing me, it just feels great, you know, it feels great, so we are here in December 1st, we're still in this festive time, you know, and it's good to take all this energy in, whether you partake of these so-called holy days or not, you know, it's still good to be in a positive vibration with all that's going on in the world, you know, so I want to get into today's show, it's called Flowing with Sacredicity, Um, before I had uh, actually show started, I wanted to, uh, I looked up the definitions here, so we can go ahead and break into this, you know what I'm saying, but real quick before we get into synchronicity and flowing with synchronicity, you know, I just want to, just, just, you know, for you to examine, you know, take time each day, even if it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes, hey, some people only have 5 minutes, some people only have 2 minutes, hey, some people only have 30 seconds, you know, to just deep breathe, Relax, maybe take a sheet of paper out, write down one sentence of a goal that you would like to accomplish, you know, and um, no matter how big or small, and, you know, once you write it down, just pay attention to how things unfold. The more you start to pay attention, the more it starts to happen. It expands. Consciousness expands. Awareness expands. You understand it expands. So the more you start paying attention to these things that are taking place, the more it begins to expand, the more it begins to, you know, come into your uh, uh, world. It's always been there. It's just that, you know, our neurons are not uh, vibrating on the frequency for us to see it. What do I mean by that? Well, we have something which I spoke about in the noon tablet called, uh, I think, the power of intuition spoke about it in a new tablet, um, I think it was, uh, what else, a holographic brain and the power of inner vision, definitely, okay, and I spoke about as far as what's called your reticular activating system, 
Yes, your RAS, your reticular activating system, definitely in the pineal gland, analogy of the pineal gland. Okay, so it's called your reticular activating system. And with your reticular activating system, these like little, it's just like a, it's the size of, it sits at the base of the, it sits at the base of your brain stem, all right? And it's the size of like your pinky. And it has, um, it has like um, little hair follicles at the end of it. Really not hair follicles, that's the best way I can explain it. But with the purpose of this reticular activating system is to filter out information that's in, important and non-important. And what it does is it files all pertinent information that's important right then and there. It files it to your conscious mind and your conscious awareness, okay? Now, remember, the brain stem is the birth of the reptilian brain inside of us or the original brain. And then from the, from the reptilian brain came what? Came your neocortex. The rest of the, what you see human beings, us human beings, you know, have brains today, you know, the, the, the brain that we have today, okay? But this reptilian brain is responsible for fright and flight. Are you going to go towards something that you that gives you pleasure, or are you going to run away from something that you know what I'm saying gives you um, you know that, that gives you pain? And what happens is you know um, learn, learning in the martial science of the learning in the school of martial arts, learning in the school of the military, different things like that. They learn to reverse that that fight and flight, meaning instead of you running away from something that you're afraid of, they teach you how to run towards it and conquer it. Demolish it. Get it out of here. You know, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying all martial arts schools. They're just an example, you know? So this particular RAS or this particular activating system, okay, is responsible for filtering out, like I said before, important information at that moment, and it goes to your conscious awareness. Anything that's not, not really important at that time, it follows it to your subconscious mind, okay, or your unconscious, your unawareness, your subconscious mind. It follows it there for long-term memory or whatever you need to pull it back out. But what it is, it's, it's, it's constantly monitoring. And a prime example of your reticular activating system is, and your conscious awareness is, how many times have you seen the car? It happens to all of us, right, for the most part. How many times have you seen a car, okay, that, you know, you wanted or a car that you just purchased, and all of a sudden now you're seeing it all over the, all over the place? But now it's in your conscious awareness through your emotional energy and your desire, you start to realize, you know, your, your mind, your, your eyes are now starting to focus on it because you're on that frequency or that vibration because the car has a vibration. The color of the car has a vibration. You see? That's why they say if you want something, a lot of times, especially a car, you need to go test drive it, fill it out, you know what I'm saying, get it into that importance area and through the law of desire, it will be attracted to you. But that's what the law of attraction is, the law of a desire, your emotional energy drawing it towards you, you see? So when you write things down, you have the ability to make it happen with what's called extended consciousness. That's why people say a to-do list, you know, things I need to do, grocery list, you know what I'm saying, different lists, not realizing that when you write it down, it follows it to the subconscious part of you and saying, hey, this is important, we need to focus on it. And then what happens is you'll start seeing things start taking place in your outer environment. See, we never we were never taught that we would have the ability to move space, matter, and time. We were never taught that we have the ability, you understand, to move atoms. We weren't taught that there's a consciousness between quantum physics, you understand, and regular physics, meaning that our mind has the ability to alter space, matter, and time. How many times you were rushing and you're trying to get somewhere on time and then it seemed like you just knew you were going to be late and you just seemed like, oh, well, I'll just take my time because I'm already late. I know I'm going to be late. Based off of the map, happened to me, you know, based off the map, based off the traffic, everything. I'm just like, whatever, I'm already going to be late. And so you just don't even pay attention to it. Your mind goes somewhere else while you're driving and next thing you know, you not are you on time, you might be five minutes early. You'd be like, wow, how did that take place? Because you can literally slow time down. See, they spend billions of dollars within Hollywood to teach us and make sure to let us know, you know what I'm saying, that we can't, we don't have these abilities. It seeps so much in our culture. It seeps so much in the authorities, like science and different things like that. They're constantly pumping out 
you know, in society to make sure human beings don't know that they have the ability. Because the minute enough human beings on the planet Earth start realizing that they have these abilities that's natural by nature, some are stronger than others, but you have this natural ability to move things, to bring things to you. You understand? Then they have to, you know what I'm saying, that, that, that people, human beings, will begin to do it in mass scale. And every once in a while, throughout every generation, you know, there's always people or children or, you know, somebody, you know, somebody, groups of people that start exhibiting this. They do their best to stomp them out. But see, this is where the world is going. This is where the world is going now. That's why people are so sensitive now in this day and time. Sensitive as in sensation, as in being open and aware to outer stimuli and their senses are now becoming aware. You understand? And becoming more open to the uh, subatomic world. So here through the science of noonology, which noon deals with the subatomic, ology is from the Greek format, the study of. So now noonology takes you into the study of before, from, from hydrogen, which is the physical, into before the physical, the things that rule the physical, the things that create the physical. You know what I'm saying? You're going into the darkness, unseen, which is really seen. It's just it takes more equipment, you understand, to be able to see the unseen. Again, it is still seen. It's just now human beings are creating equipment called quantum computing and, you know what I'm saying, and the hydron collider and the different things to be able to overstand and see about the, what, they, what they want to call the God particle. You understand? Or the Higgs boson. You know, this particle that is responsible for all, you know, creation. So for them to even start tapping into or knocking at the door of quantum physics, and when they revealed that there is um, elements, you know what I'm saying, or particles, excuse me, particles that are even smaller than the atom, when the whole foundation of the science world was we are made up of atoms and everything comes from atoms, and now they're saying that there is, there is something responsible below the atom, like a quark, like a, you know what I'm saying, a meson, a gluon, you know? Excuse me. When they started discovering this, they started realizing, oh, shoot, we just tapped into the spirit world or what they called, or what the religion was calling the spirit world. Because it doesn't, it doesn't, it defiles the laws of gravity. It defiles the laws of the physical world. You see, elements of these particles can move through uh, physical matter. And in fact, they, they're the ones that are responsible for physical matter. These particles, you know, not elements, but these particles, you know, have the ability to be in multiple places at multiple times. Hold up, it's just one particle. So how is it that this one particle is able to be in multiple places at one time, and yet it makes it look like it's sub is subdividing amongst itself? But no, it's actually the same particle appearing to be in multiple places at multiple times, influencing the physical world. You know, there's a study that showed that when they create when they stamped and created a hologram. On a, on a plate that, you know, that have the ability to create the hologram, and they took that piece of plate and they subdivided it. Whatever they took a picture of, let's say an apple, and they shattered it into pieces, they still were able to take one little tiny piece of that original plate that they used to make that hologram, and when they shined it, what they needed, like a, you know, a laser light on it to project this apple, they still were able to project the apple, even though the, 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 the film plate was shattered in pieces. So this still goes into what we talked about, right, over in the weeks, in the, the very first show, opened back up last Monday, right, was contacting your ancestors and the quantum world, the quantum entanglement, and the entanglement of how we are all entangled with each other. And don't you know every person you come in contact with and you touch and you shake hands with, you embrace, you create a bond, 
or what's called a sisala, right? Or, or excuse me, not a sisala. You create a bond or what's called an etheric or etheric bond. It's like residue that's left, that's left. You see? And the more you think about this person, the stronger and the stronger the bond gets. And in knowing this knowledge, you're careful who you come in contact with because people who are know the art of this knowledge, who don't have good intentions, can use that as a gateway to get in, to manipulate. You understand? To manipulate you, to manipulate your, your relationship, to manipulate your business, to manip- manipulate, period. You see? Because it's a gateway. It's a bond. That's why sometimes people are like, I can't get a person out of my mind. I just met him. I can't get him out of my mind. You know what I'm saying? It's because of, uh, uh, you, you're, you're psychic sensitive or you're sensitive to that bond that was created. Everything you touch, every place you go, every, you know what I'm saying? Every, everything. If we, if we were literally to see, you know, how this world really looked, we would trip out. We probably would commit suicide. I'm serious. We probably, from, from looking at the, the different parasites that's all that's going around, to the, the dust mites that's flying in the air, to all the different so-called etheric and spiritual creatures walking around, we would just go haywire. Like people saying, are you really ready for that? You see, are you really ready for that? But it creates a bond when you touch something, when you, you know what I'm saying, when you, you know, it's because you have an aura. You see? And this is why, you know, successful people hang around successful people and they keep becoming successful. Because they have programmed their subconscious mind to be on success, whether knowingly or unknowingly. And so they're vibrating in that vibrational frequency of success. Whatever, however you dictate success is. I was taught that success is accomplishment of a worthy idea. That's a form of success. Every time that you fulfill a goal that you set out to fulfill, you are becoming successful no matter how small. That's what they say. Start with small things and then work your way up to the big thing. Just do something small and succeed. You say, I'm going to set out to do this today. Do it. Boom. So now you're creating a success mentality, an accomplishment mentality. You see? And the minute, the more and more you do it, the more it becomes habit, habit. You see what I'm saying? That's why people say repetition, repetition, repetition. Eventually, you won't, you won't have to have a repetition. They call it a me and their mindset, right? You, because it becomes a mindset, it becomes part of your habit. And the longer you do it, the harder, is, harder it is to break that habit or break that bond. But it can be bro- broken, you see? So let's get into uh, synchronicity real quick. Just wanted to talk about that. That was flowing. But let me get into synchronicity real quick. Give me one second. Hold on. Trying to uh, I turn that music off in the background. But give me one second here. Try not to have that music playing in the background. I don't want no copyright issues or whatever. You know how that go. So anyway, if you Google synchronicity, I just thought I'm just gonna read from the first definition. But the definition is from the Oxford languages. That's what they're saying. I don't know where they got this definition. I don't know what encyclopedia, but they're saying the origin of it was from Carl G. Goon, Jung. I guess Carl G. Jung was the, um, he was a psychologist, yeah. So he came up with the word synchronicity. So, so we're going to look at the definition real quick, or really the, 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 um, yeah, the definition of it, and then we're going to look at um, the etymology of it. Etymology is the root word, where it really came from, you know. So synchronicity, according to this definition, is the stimulus occurrence, or excuse me, the, the simultaneous, the simultaneous, can we speak today, right? The simultaneous occurrence of events which appear significantly related but have no discernible cause, casual connection. Okay? The simultaneous occurrences of events which appear significantly related but have no discernible cause or, I mean, uh, cause or connection. And I guess it's, hey, look, y'all, I guess it's that daggone cocoa I just drunk. Let me read it one more time. <laughs> oh, they're laughing, right? Dang, Dr. Nate can't read. You're an author. Well, hold on. <laughs> the simultaneous occurrence of events which appear significantly related but have no discernible casual cause. All right? So then we're going to go to etymology. That's etymology is E-T-Y-M-O-N-L-I-N.com. 
all right? For anybody who ever won an online etymology dictionary, just go ahead and um, Google it, and you'll be surprised that the everyday words we use, you know what I'm saying, is coming from the Latin and into the, you know, the old English and stuff like that. It doesn't even mean what we think it means, you know, and a lot of them is negative connotations, and we don't even realize it, and we say these words with pride, okay? Uh, so the word has right here, the only word I can find right now is uh, sacronic. Okay, and it says occurring at the same time. That was first used in 1775. And then it's saying the shortening of sacronical, first used in 1650s from the late Latin sacroninus, meaning simultaneous. Then they say, see, sacronios. Linguistic sense is first recorded in 1922, probably a borrowing of the French, right? You know, not speak French, so I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. And it means simultaneous. And it's from the uh, 1650s related, uh, sacred chronically. So let's go to Sacronius. In the 1600s or 1660s, it means existing or happening, happening at the same time. That's interesting. Existing or happening at the same time. That's very interesting. Sacronicities, right? They claim it's the late Latin, Sacronius, simultaneous, from the Greek. Sacronos, happening at the same time. That's very interesting that they keep saying happening at the same time. Mm, that's very interesting. So we're going to start right there with the Greek word, sacronos, meaning happening at the same time. You see, happening at the same time. And remember I said earlier that when they started studying quantum physics and they started looking at the particles, right, and they started looking at what, 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 um, Albert Einstein calls spooky action at a distance, spooky action at a distance, right? And they talked about spooky action at a distance is a, is a theory that Einstein was talking about, saying that he realized the same particles made up of the same substance, stay connected no matter how far they are apart. And then you go back to that movie, What the Bleak We Know, which is a great foundation movie, you know what I'm saying, to get to the foundation, you know, of the teachings of science and neurology and actually to sit there with your children and everything and break it down to simple, simple forms. Nobody never watched that movie or you need a refresher. Go back and watch What the Bleep You Know, right? And you look at the little cartoon character named Dr. Quantum and they show you the experiment that they did with the particles, right? They showed that the particles, even though they, you know, they were observing them as the observer, which we are the great observer. We are the observer of all in all. You see, we are that observer. You are that, you know, you are that observer. Your eyes are the, are, the, are, the, are, the, are the tunnel vision to the soul, but the eyes are also the gateway to the omniverse. You see, you are that eye of Haru, you are that eye of Ra, and you become that deity or that judge. But anyway, when you start to, when, when, they, when, they, when the particles were made up of the same substance, you see, they, they realized that, you know, and, and, and what the bleep you know, they showed that what, that one particle will say, let's over here in this part of the galaxy, the other particle was on another part of the galaxy, and when they started to move the particle, or really they use a bouncing ball, basketball, when they started to move that basketball, the other basketball moved at the exact same time. You see? So when you start seeing these synchronistic events start happening, you have to flow with it. You have to go with it. The more you start to pay attention, the more it would expand, because now it's in your conscious awareness. You're telling the omniverse, or the, your personal universe, on into the omniverse, you know what I'm saying, to the triverse, to the you know, really from the, from the universe to the dualverse to the triverse to the omniverse, but you're telling the omniverse, the energies around you, that you acknowledge it. I realize that I'm aware. Now you become aware in conscience, you see, and it brings it forth even more, and the sacred issues will start to happen. That's why people are seeing those numbers now, 222-111-333-555-444, you know what I'm saying, and all the other combinations in between, you see. Because it's a number code, it's the mathematics of the universe that's speaking, you see. So when you start having synchronistic events, you have to flow with it, you see. The more it's not, it's not co coincidence. There's no such thing as coincidence because the, once it gets past co, co means two. Coincidence, it means two. Coincidence, co, two. So once it gets past coincidence, then what you're in a tri-incident, a quad incident, you know what I'm saying? A quadruple incident. I mean, you know, it's like you said, a trifecta, right? You start, you understand what I'm saying? So it's like, it's beyond that. Then you have to realize, pay attention. It's like, pay attention. 
pay attention to the signs. And then when you go to ancient Tamaray, ancient Egypt, right, it was always about the signs. The signs are written on the wall. Even, even Earth, Wind, and Fire spoke about that, right? The signs are written on the wall. You have secret societies. That's all they deal with is signs and symbols because they know that there's mathematics and sacred geometry, which is signs and symbols, within nature. Everything within nature deals with mathematics and sacred geometry. You see? So those travelers, you know, who stand in their square, they always are looking for the sign, the symbol, either to move forward or go backward or turn right or turn left. You see what I'm saying? So if we are proclaiming that we are the children of the ancient Egyptians, of those people who built the great edifices and pyramids and different things around the world, and in that part of the world, ancient Nubia, ancient, you know what I'm saying, Napata, Kushite dynasty, and, you know, all of that stuff, then it's in our birthright, in our earthright, and in our genetics and our DNA to pay attention to the signs. When you first start stepping, you know what I'm saying, on this journey, mind you, the ancient Tamarans or our ancestors, when they step forward, they always put their best foot forward, and their best foot was always the left. If you look at all the statues, why do they have the left foot extended and not the right? You see? Why in sacred orders do the men shake with their left hand, but those who know what I'm talking about, and not the right? Why, why, why is it? Why does it they say that this in religion that Jesus sits on the you know, they say he's just on the right hand side of God. My bad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's backwards. You know, the left, the heart is on the on the left side, but he's like, no, you sit on the right side. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't sit close to my heart. But anyway, you know, but if that left foot, why is it? Why do they have that left foot extended? Why do you step off? Why do you step off on the left? The left side of the body or that left foot is is a is aligned with that right side of the brain. That right side of the brain, once activated, even more activated, you know what I'm saying, it's become even more activated in this creative cycle we're in, just getting started in this Aquarian age, right, the age of noon. How do we know? But real quick, it's the, it's, it's the yeah, okay, how do we know that we are in this, that, that, that the Aquarian age is the symbol of noon? Well, just look up the symbol, a zodiac symbol of Aquarius. And look up the zodiac, the look up the symbol for noon. They both are waterways. You see? And if you go into the ancient Egyptian symbol of, it's called Nehet, eternity. Put the picture in a uh, 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 cycle of time. I don't have the noon tablet right here with me, I have it on my phone. Um, but it's, it's called the Nehet symbol. And what you're seeing is you'll see, you'll see, um, and if you research it on Google, it has the symbols of, let me look, pull it up real quick. It has a symbol of eternity. Well, I ain't going to pull it up. I'm just going to keep talking. Yeah, a symbol of eternity. It's a symbol of eternity. It's called N-E-H-E-H, the that F symbol. It's a symbol of eternity. But here's the jewel of it. You know, you know you're break, it, break it up, break it up, break it down, but break it up to you. When you look at that symbol, Research that symbol, N-E-H, E-H. I might be pronouncing it wrong. It might be the Het-Et symbol or the Net-Et symbol, but let's look up the symbol up, the symbol of eternity. You see a circle in the middle. You see a circle, and then you see a dot, the symbol of Amun. Then you see wavy lines on top of that symbol, the symbol of noon. Then you see two pillars. Right? So you're looking at two pillars. It's almost looking like a symbol of a stargate or something, right? You see a pillar on the right, a pillar on the left. No, no, no. You don't even see a pillar. You see swirling, uh, two swirling, two swirling um, symbols. They look like DNA strands. So you see two DNA strands, on one on the right, one on the left. And you see a circle in the middle with a dot in it, looking like a nipple or something like that, a woman's breast or the symbol of our moon, right? Then you see the water waves on top of that symbol. What does that mean? And why does it say that's a symbol of eternity? 
Well, we know Amun is speaking about Amun all week since I've come back. Amun is a symbol of the hidden one. And Christians always you end their prayer with Amen. Amen. Muslims say Amin. The faithful and true witness. That's what they translate as the faithful and true witness. The observer. The observable observer. See, there's two dots right there. Two eyes right there. An inner eye and an outer eye. Then you got the pupil. The hidden one. Right? Representing your real self, your true self. But it gets better. So you have the symbol of our moon in the middle. And then it has a DNA strand on one side representing, right, the left. Let me look at it in my mind's eye. You got the DNA strand on your right side. You got the DNA strand on the left side. Right side, I'm being told the right side represents the ancestral world. The left side represents the physical world. And the water symbol represents the bond between both of them, which is the water bridge, which is noon, which is the connection. And in order to cross or came in contact with or cross between the water bridge, you have to come from the darkness inside of yourself and bring it forth to the outer world. So there's two ways that symbol you're looking at our moon, you being in the middle of it. There's two ways you're looking at it. You can look at it as from you on the inside looking out to the world, and then you can see the world staring back at you. So that symbol is your connection to your ancestors. And the water bridge, right, is your mind, your emotions, that give you the ability to, you know what I'm saying, bring forth, like back and forth, like a doorway. You know what I'm saying? You understand? And the reason that, you know, this is so important now, because look at the way the world is right now. Our decisions in this day and time should be based off of inner guidance and inner awareness. Being strong on your foundation and standing on your square, not just making decisions based off because it's the next greatest fix. You see, like I said before, and I spoke about it yesterday, the ancestors are waiting. You know, I say you have your ancestors, then you have your grand ancestors, then your grand grandparents. You know what I'm saying? They're, you know, and I'm talking about from the mother to mother to mother's mother, 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 all the way back to those. Mother, cosmic mothers, from your father to your father, 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 all the way back to the cosmic fathers. You understand? Those beings, which are your ancestors, are waiting, you understand, to, to um, be birthed or reincarnate and flow through you. They will speak to you. They will be gentle with you. They will assist you. They will lead you. They will help you. They will say, do this, do that, don't do that, don't eat that, what you doing, blah, 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 blah. You know, once you get yourself open to it, you see, if you are a person who's listened to the show and you are given an ancient Egyptian name, you know what I'm saying, ancient Tamaranian name, you have to embrace that name. You have to call that name forth, you know, from within. Because that name is actually linked to a person or a group of people that lived, whoever had that name. That You know what I'm saying? And those people will reincarnate and come to you. You meditate on that name, they will guide you. You know? The Christians in the book of Revelations, chapter 21, speak about, and I, John, saw a kingdom of the most high, a city, a holy city. You know, a crystal city coming down as if it was a dawn, like a, a bride coming to its, you know, maid or husband, you know? Well, that so-called vision that this so-called Yahana or John or, you know what I'm saying, saw 
when we bring it into practical terms in this day and time, even though it was an actual ship, a city, but you know, but when we bring it down to practical terms, those golden cities are just waiting. They're just knocking at the door, the threshold of the physical world to be reborn through our mind power in humanity and bark through our hearts. And many of you out there scattered around the world who will begin to help build, you know what I'm saying, the next millennial, you know, as we in it right now. And our feminine energy, the female, y'all are at the forefront. Because when the when 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 in the in the in the in the in the, in the first forefront who begins to bring it forth is those who grew from original creation, the nine ether melanite beings, the feminine of the nine ether melanites. You are here to you the information comes through you. Once you prepared yourself, got your emotions out of the way, you understand? Stop making everything about a man. And you start to become a priestess. You know? The best example, which became kind of the worst example, was the nuns. Get it? The nuns. The nuns. They took our science and created it. And it was given to them in order to help, you know what I'm saying, organize and civilize the society. The nuns or the nuns, those who have, that's a little extreme, but I'm just giving an example. Those who have, you know what I'm saying, um, cut off those desires for the physical and just, you know, are seeking to become oracles, the voice for nature, the great mothers again. That's what Mother Nature is seeking now. That's why you see a lot of people, a lot of females now are creating products for healing, for health, beauty. But one thing about the beauty products, when you really look into it, it's still really about rebuilding self-confidence, love of self. Because our maleistic society for the last 6,000 years and plus have done its great job at snuffing out and killing the light of feminine energy and utilizing it for its own purpose and good. But that was done during that what we call the moon cycle. Now that we're in the solar cycle of Rayo, the sun cycle, the loving energy is now coming back. So it's not that somebody made stuff up. It's going to be, it's going to be people that's going to be out here teaching online and everywhere else in all different various communities, even within the conscious community. It's going to sound like they're making stuff up. Some people may be making it up, but for the most part, they can be years ahead. And scientists and all that stuff hasn't confirmed it yet. That's what happened, you know what I'm saying, to my original teacher, Pondabab Yanni. You know Yanu. Oh, he's out here making stuff up. And, and then now the science world is just slowly confirming things 10 to 20 years later of what he was saying back in the 80s. Back in the 90s, you know what I'm saying, on the land, on Tamaray, on into the 2000s, still speaking now. They still haven't confirmed. You know, they're just now starting to catch up with telomeres. They, just, they discovered telomeres. He's been said that death is going to be cured, you know what I'm saying, and it resides on the sixth chromosome. I remember saying it when it was on the land. Now they just discovered telomeres in the year, in the, in the, in the 2000s, like 2000 and like like around two thousand between two thousand eight and two thousand fifteen, you see. So this is the day and time we are in. I'm gonna keep stressing and keep stressing that I feel moved to stress it. You know that now it's time to do the work, <laughs> but it won't take long. You know what I'm saying? It's not. You know you don't have to go out to the Himalayan mountains for thirty years. You know what I'm saying? Forget all, forget everything. You can still have a life. You know, the answer is to working with people. Like, you still can have a life and everything and still do your job, still do your do, do the work you're supposed to do. You know, a lot of people do it. Still have your life, still still go do what you want to do. But one thing I say is, ultimately, you can't serve two masters. When they get when they get to the point you get a little bit too far out there, you know what I'm saying? 
and they get a little too, they call it critical mass. And she's, she's a little too far out there now. He's a little too far out there. We got to reel him back in. That's when the body starts breaking down. Plans you have don't start going the way it's supposed to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The job's like me. The job you think you want, you really don't want it, you know? You know, you, you got to push that. You got to push that ego aside, male and female. You know, we we they call it, and the man they call it the ego, and the woman they call it envy. I mean, not envy. They call it uh, vanity. You know, being vain. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the beautiful? Who's the most beautiful of them all? You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I got laugh at that. You know, I'm not I'm not a woman, so I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? So, but that's they they call it vanity. You know, being vain. You know. You can, you know what I'm saying? If you can, you know, but this society has done that, you know, this society, you know, not just but the world, you know, the Luciferians, you understand, the Draconians, you know, they know, they know, they know the nature of the woman. They know the nature of the being because they know those beings who created us. So they know the nature of that, you know. Another question to the religious world, right? Since, the, you know, Christianity is so great, why in the book of Genesis chapter 3, you know what I'm saying, why is it that the, that's, that 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 um the, the serpent was able to speak to Eve? That means that they most them and she be able to understand. What language was he speaking? So that means that Eve knew the devil's language, according to Christianity. That's something that's Christian. You know, that Eve know the devil's language because he was communicating with her. They was having a long conversation, and he was able to convince her. But that's just something to, you know, it's just something to think about, you know? Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and take a break real quick, and I'll be um, right back. Just give me one second here. Oh, we got 145, huh? Give me one second here, and we'll take a real quick break, and then we're going to come right back. Hope I was, hope you guys can hear me. Let me see. Yeah, yeah, my microphone is on. All right, so I'll be right back. Are you sick and tired of your current situation? Are you the type of person that is just still searching and seeking for the deeper mysteries in life? Well, now you can begin to unleash your power with this. Unleash your power with this by purchasing the new Noon Tablets by Dr. Ned Peru at www.nupu-noon.com at www.nupu-noon.com. Noonology. Unleash the power with this and begin to live the life of your dreams. Now, the most powerful and most dynamic books in this day and time, known as the Noon Tablets, authored by myself, Dr. Neb Haru. On sale now on Kindle Fire, the Noon Tablets. On sale now on Barnes & Noble Nook, the Noon Tablets. And on sale now on iTunes for your iPad, iPod, and iPhone. Download today and take Noonology on the go. Hotel. Peace. Are you the type of person that is seeking more wealth, better health, and prosperity in your life? Are you the type of person that is seeking more positivity, need more positivity, wanting and yearning more positivity in your life? Are you the type of person 
that knows that there is just more to life will bring positive energy into your home with the new noon vibration pyramids. To learn more, visit www.noontech.com. Again, that is www.noontech.com. We have pyramids for all your wants and needs. Pyramids for attracting wealth. Pyramids for attracting creativity. Pyramids for attracting love into your life. Also featuring our brand new 5G Pyramid. To learn more, again, visit www.noontech.com. Hotel. Peace. I'm back. I'm back. I am back. Yeah, so that symbol I was talking about, I made a mistake. It's called N-E-H-E-H symbol, and it's a symbol for time. Not the symbol for eternity, but let me see because it could be a trans mistranslation here. Um, it says symbol for time. One second here, let me see. Yeah, they're saying it's a symbol for nah, I got the symbol for eternity. Okay, cool. Some people say time, some people say eternity, you know. But um, I wish the chat rooms where you could put pictures in there. But, yeah, you can look it up. It's N-E-H-E-H. All right? So, yeah, just think about what, you know, what what what, what I was saying, you know, today. Um, something to think about. And uh, I highly recommend you go back and listen to these shows. We'll be starting a podcast soon. Uh, so for anybody who has the Anchor app or who has, uh, you can listen to that online, I mean, on, on the Internet, too. Or anybody who has Spotify, uh, you can listen to the podcast there. And I'll definitely let everybody know the name of the podcast, you know, and when when everything is up and running. And, you know, a lot of that information will be um, more so geared towards um, self-help and self-improvement, um, you know. And, yeah. So I think this is it for the day. I think we covered a lot. Um, like I said, flowing with just to re- recap real quick, flowing with sacredness the more you pay attention to the, the sacredness events that are taking place in your life, the more it will occur. It's not happening by chance. You're not going crazy. I know a lot of y'all are um, just now waking up, you know, to your spirituality. I know a lot of y'all are just now coming out of the various three schools of religion, especially here in the United States, whether it's Christianity, Islam, or Judaism, you know. Um, so, you know, just stay open. If you really, if you, if, it's funny because come out of these religions, but these religions don't teach you that there's a mystery esoteric school. You know what I'm saying? There's a mystery and esoteric school, you know, of those teachings, and and the esoteric students of those teachings that that stuff is not to be taken literally. You know that there's a, you know, a, a, a subatomic teaching. Let's say that it ain't too deep now. We ain't gonna get them too much credit, but you know what I'm saying? It's you still a lot of truth in the in there because it comes from that ultimate foundation. You know, coming out of, you know what I'm saying, Africa, coming out of the source, you know, the original birthplace of Uganda, you know, the cradle of civilization, you know what I'm saying, and coming from out of there, you know, the great civilizations of uh, the new uh, Kushite civilization, as they want to call it, or new uh, Napata, Napata, you know, Meroe, you know, and you can find Napata, N-A-P-A-T-A, or Nuputu, you know what I'm saying, or yeah, N N A N A P A T A Napata. And they have something called a Napata Pila and or Plala and it's spelled a P L A Y Y A and it's the original sundown sundial of the planet. That's the original uh what do you want to call it? Stonehenge of the planet Earth. They got everything from us. <laughs> you know, and there's more pyramids in Nubia or the Sudan than there is in Egypt. And actually, the pyramid on the back of the dollar bill is a Nubian pyramid. It's the shape of the Nubian pyramid, of the $1 American United, you know, US, U.S. bill. You see with the floating eye on top of it? That's a Nubian pyramid right there. And they know that the Nubian societies, or Nubia, or, you know, let's say Kushite societies, you know, the original the original society, one of the original societies um, was they used a uh, matriarchal line, the feminine, the female line. And successorship was passed on through the matriarchal line. And women women ruled 
in that society. You see, I was going to say the um, Cassandras research that research Queen of Sheba. You see, and why all these now TV shows that are coming out like the One Hundred. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Game of Thrones. I was just watching that. That's what I'm talking about, it, right? You know, these different shows are showing, you know, the feminine is now starting to, you know, take back rulership. The days are old. The great cosmic mother. You see? So, um, yeah. But anyway, I'm going to get off of here. I really appreciate y'all tuning in. And um, just seek me out. Inbox me. A lot of y'all have already inboxed me about the different various tones. Um, if you've already inboxed me about the tones, I don't have a new tone, so that's pretty much what I what I what I had and what I gave you. Um, it's imperative you start playing that, you know, in your household, even when you're not home. It sets up the vibration and it creates a barrier, you know. And the animals will start to respond. Nature will start to respond. You even see your flower, you know, your plants in your home start growing better and stuff like that. All right. So y'all have a great day until tomorrow. We're gonna be on here at one o'clock to two, Monday through Friday. And then I'm working on various other things where, you know, classes on the weekends and more video and stuff like that. All right? So, again, y'all have a great day. Hotep. And peace.